With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio.
Uh, what's going on, people? Side chat to the Bingo live and direct from Los Angeles, California. Little Lisa Gerard there. Now we are free from the soundtrack of Gladiator. What has happened? It's been a while. What about a week? <laughs> Anyways, going to keep it light today. This is Side chat to the Bingo live from Los Angeles on a dry, hot day. I don't really, I can't deal with dry heat. You know, Congo's on the equator. I like my humidity. Dry heat is just. Oh my God! It's just it just takes you out. <laughs> but anyways, people, what it is it's gonna be a short show today. There's a lot of things I have to take care of uh, around actually later on this evening. A lot of things happening, a lot of good stuff happening. Life is good. Can't complain. I like the way it's going. I can feel the future about to take place the way it's supposed to take place. But my question is, um, uh, last year. I mean, no, stop, 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 stop. Last week, we had a conversation uh, of our folks, uh, you and I, and between then and now, you had a great idea about what you want to do in your life. It might be a relationship. You want to get rid of this evil woman in your life, or you might want to get rid of this evil job in your life or this evil man in your life or what have you. Uh, hopefully it's not the children, because, you know, children are a blessing, contrary to what people may think out there in the world. And you were excited about it. You were, you couldn't wait to do it. You were like, yo, this is it. I'm going to go do this stuff. And then somehow, when the next day came around, nothing. And for some reason, you got the idea in your head that the great idea that you thought of just wasn't so great once you put some time into thinking about it. Am I correct or am I correct? Okay. Now, what I want to know is what is the issue that you are denying yourself your passion? You're denying yourself your dreams. What is going on that is preventing you from getting over failure, getting over uh, a bad relationship, getting over whatever is in your life that you are holding on to that is blocking you from your blessings. That's what I like to know. And the thing is, until we resolve that situation, until we resolve that block that's just holding you, you're not going to accomplish your goals, and you're just going to keep wasting time. And that's the thing. I've been guilty of it. I know a lot of people have been guilty of it, but why are you doing it? Is there a person in your life that doesn't believe in what you want to do? Is Was there a failure in your life that didn't, you know, that's just holding you back saying, I'm afraid to step out on my own. I'm afraid to move on forward. What is it that you shackled to where you were last weekend or yesterday? You had an idea. You had a thought. There was something you wanted to do. There's something you want to do right now, and you're making the decision that it's not going to happen because when I did before, it didn't work out. I want to keep this person in my life, so I don't know if I want to let this person go. This person wants to walk out of me, and I want to pay my energy to keep this person here instead of putting the energy into your life. The clock is ticking on our lives. The clock isn't waiting for anybody. And we all have those times in our lives where things are a little bleak when we're in the valleys of our existence. And we're looking back on our life and saying, if I did this then, if I did that, this, or what have you. But what we neglect to realize is that we made the decision based 
at that time on the information that we had at that time. You understand my flow? So what I'm saying to you is that there's no need to go back and wonder what you could have done different. You made the decision based on what you what you thought was going to work out for you at that time in your life. So why are you going to sit here and look back in your life five, ten, two months ago, five years ago, ten years ago, what have you, and then wonder, man, if I just did something different? Let me give an example. You're in a relationship right now, and you're holding on to him or her, and you're putting all your energy into that relationship. And it might be just a, a romantic relationship. It could be a friendship relationship. And sometimes those are the worst. Because there's no definitive line of, okay, this person's my friend or not until they betray you. Or it could be a job, but let me, let me give you two, 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 um, two words of advice today, all right? This one's coming from T.D. Jakes. This is for those folks out there who there are people that want to walk out on you right now who are saying you have no value, you have no, no worth, you have no purpose to them. But you know what? If they want to walk out on you, you know, let them walk. Goes back, but and she and, and there are people who can walk away from you. And hear me when I tell you this: when people can walk away from you, let them walk. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. I can sit down now. I preach. I can sit down. I don't need to make an altar call or nothing. I can sit. I don't have to hoop. I don't have to make you shout. I have just preached right now. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. I don't want you to try to talk another person into staying with you, loving you, calling you, caring about you, coming to see you, staying attached to you. I mean, hang up the phone. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. I don't care how wonderful they are. I don't care how attracted you are to them. I don't care what they did for you 20 years ago. I don't care what the situation is. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. Because your destiny is not tied to the person who left. You don't hear me. You, you, you don't want me this morning. You better leave me alone. You better run out of here. Don't let my voice fool you. Ain't nothing wrong with my head. Your destiny is never tied to anybody that left. The Bible said that they came out from us, that it might be made manifest that they were not of us. For had they been of us, no doubt they would have continued with us. People leave you because they're not joined to you. And if they're not joined to you, you get super glue and you can't make them stay. Let them go. And it doesn't mean that Orpah was a bad person. It just means that Orpah's part in the story is over. And you've got to know when people's part in your story is over so that you don't keep trying to raise the dead. You've got to know when it's dead, David. When your boy is dead, wash your face and have another baby. You've got to know when it's over. Oh, my God, my God, my God, my God. Look at somebody and say, nothing just happens. 
If they walked away, it's no accident. If they left you, it's no accident. If you tried to make it work and it wouldn't work, it's no accident. Accept it as the will of God. Clap your hands, wash your face, do your dance, and keep going. Oh, oh baby, 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 don't make me preach it. Let me tell you something. I, I got the gift of goodbye. I mean, I got the gift of goodbye. It, it's a tip spiritual gift. I believe in goodbye. It's not that I'm hateful. It's that I'm faithful. And I know whatever God needs for me to have, he'll give it to me. And if it takes too much sweat, I don't need it. Stop begging people to stay. Let them go. Let them go. What's the issue? What's the purpose? The only thing that matters in this conversation is you. What do you want to do? Where you want to go? What you want to be in your life? What greatness do you want to achieve? But you know what? Every time you dilly-dally and say and make an excuse why you can't do something, it's just time. You're just wasting time. You had a job you don't like. You're on people you don't like. You're in a relationship you don't like. You're in a situation you don't like. Well, if you don't like it, just stop complaining. And not all you are complaining. Some of you guys are really trying to figure out what to do. And say, you know what? I'm on this on this, this planet for a reason. I'm on this planet to make a difference. God didn't put me here. And if you're an atheist, what have you, it doesn't make a difference. You're on this planet to make a difference. You're not on this planet to waste time making someone else's dreams come true, making someone else's relationship happy, making someone else's place of employment the bomb. You're on this place here to make a difference, but you keep wasting time. What happened to those great ideas that you had back in the day? Remember what Mark Zuckerberg said in Facebook, the guy, uh, Jesse Eisen, that played, played him in, in the movie. During that scene, where the, the Winklevoss and the other guy who's suing Zuckerberg um, are doing a deposition. And they were talking about, you know, they asked the thing at Eduardo, hey, did you use his code? Did you use his code? Blah, blah, blah. And the Winklevoss start getting an attitude. And Zuckerberg, the, 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 um, the role that was being played of Zuckerberg, he says, look, did I use any of your code? Did I use any of your code? He's doing this at the Winklevoss. And then they have this little, they have this ad, of the audacity to get an attitude because he has the audacity to speak up. He says, look, if you invented Facebook, you would have invented Facebook. Case closed. And the guy says, I can't wait for you to write a check. And he says back, you know, Zuckerberg, yeah, no, you know, no BS. I can't say the word, but it's profanity. But the thing is, how are you going to feel if you see all these ideas and there's nothing worse than seeing your ideas that you've been thinking about for three, four, five years, three, four, five months, three, four, five days, all of a sudden, somebody else doesn't expect. I've seen this happen over and over again. As my cousin Esther said up in, up in TDOT in Toronto, she said everybody had the idea for a, a MySpace. Everybody had the idea for a Twitter. Everybody had the idea for a Facebook. Everybody had the idea for a LinkedIn. Everybody had the idea for a one or a high five or whatever or a Tumblr. But only that person decided or that group decided to make it happen. Well, it's the same for you. Everybody has the idea you have. But are you going to be the person that makes that idea real and have everybody else pissed off that they didn't think about it? But what's holding you back, I think, is in the situation is failure. But when is failure? Okay, you tried an idea. It didn't work. You move on. The relationship didn't work. You move on. You don't try to beat a dead horse to the ground. The relationship is dead. Why are you trying to be, you know, next to This is Frankenstein. Why do you want to be with some person that doesn't want to be with you? Why do you want to be at some place where they don't appreciate what you have to give? You have all the gifts in the world to do what you want to do. There are things you can do that I can't do. There are things I can do that you can't do. Why? It's not that you're better than I or I'm better than you. It's that I have been given these gifts for whatever I do. You have been given these gifts for whatever you do. But your gifts are not a gift for you. 
Your gifts are supposed to be a gift. They're supposed to be a present to society at large. That's why they're your gifts. But the main thing that's holding you back, or one of the things holding you back, is failure. The relationship didn't work out before. It didn't work out, so what? Where's that person at now? What's that person doing for you? What's that person, when you really look back, do for you anyways? Think about that. And if they were all that was supposed to do to you anyways, they'd still be here. And I'm not talking about those folks who are like, you know, in and out, in and out. And even that's a waste of time. You have to lay down the line saying, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. This is where I go. And this is what I want to tolerate. And if you don't fit that paradigm, you know, I've compromised on X, Y, and Z, but I'm not compromising on this. We ain't together. So why are you here? Leave me alone. Goodbye. I'm moving on. I wasn't worthy of your love. I wasn't worthy of your time. Thank you so much for telling me what I need to know, that I do not need to be with you. There you go. Give them the kiss and blessing of goodbye. But for those afraid of failure and are paralyzed saying, well, I made the mistake before. It didn't work out then. I made the mistake before. It didn't work at that time. You have to get over that failure. Let's hear what Jack Canfield has to say about getting over failure. Getting over failure and finding success begins with taking 100% responsibility for your life. You have to give up your excuses and victim stories. You have to drop all the reasons you can't succeed or haven't succeeded so far. I know it's a challenge, but if you want to get ahead, you have to take complete responsibility for everything you experience in your life. When we have setbacks, we get sidetracked with blame and excuses, and we give away the power of personal responsibility. You can change that. When something doesn't turn out, you can ask yourself, how did I create that situation? What did I say or not say? How did I get the other person to act that way? You may think you can't control other people's actions and you're right. You can't. But we have a part in everything that happens. What if you hear that people have said something bad about you? Maybe it isn't even true. But you can think back and see your part in it. Maybe you've criticized them in the past without having all the information. Maybe they've heard you criticize others. Our actions affect people in ways we can never imagine. And finally, you want to ask yourself the real power question. What will I do differently next time to get the result I want? It's great to know what you did to contribute to your own difficulties, but it's pretty useless if you don't put that knowledge to work. Let it help you. Let it move you forward. There it is. Let it move you forward. What's the issue? Okay? Get over it. Move on. I'm not saying you're like, like Spock and your feelings, you have no feelings. No, I'm not saying that. But what the mistake we do is sometimes we let our failures keep us shackled to the present. And we're stuck there in a the closet not knowing what we want to do, you know, where we want to go, because we're afraid to move forward. We're afraid to move forward. My relationship crashed and burned. The job crashed and burned. You know what? If you lose your job, that probably means that there's another job coming for you. But let me ask you a question. Do you want a job, a nine-to-five, check-to-check every week, your check spent before you even get it? You're standing out there waiting for that check to come down, the direct deposit to hit, but half the check's gone already? Do you want to live that, or do you want a career where the hours go by like, like, like you just showed up, that your heart sings, it makes you smile, it brings pleasure to your life? Do you want a career? We know the economy's bad out there, but what is it that you really want to do with the resources you have? Sometimes in my own life, there are times when I don't have a lot of resources, and I have to figure out, okay, how am I going to do this? It might be um, putting it in a film shoot. It might be putting it in a graphic novel. It might just be teaching. And sometimes I don't have all the tools or I don't have all the, 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 the accessories that I need or I think I need to make it work the way I want to flow. Then I sit down and realize, you know what, I'm going to do what I want to do the way I want to do. And my attitude, like as long as I have a marker, a student, and a white wall, I can teach anywhere, anytime, any place, in any environment. 
but so many people are saying, well, you know, I have to do it this way to Bloom Taxonomy. Oh, I got to do it this way with Socrates. Oh, I got to do it this way with Teach America. Oh, I got you know, America. Oh, I got to teach it this way. No. You can't take a paradigm that was created for one paradigm and try to stick it somewhere else. You can't take a square and put it in, in, a, in a round hole, you know, unless you cut the hole into a circle, which is kind of how I do things. All right? But for you, stop wasting time. You have this great idea. If you're going to be afraid, be afraid that the idea will be so successful, you'll get mad at yourself for not doing it some time ago. That's my suggestion to you. We all go through this. What happens is that so many people talk about their lives, and they always want to give you advice, want to give you advice, want to give you advice, but you never really sit back and look at their own life. They never really tell you about their own struggles. And you often wonder sometimes if they've actually followed their own instruction or their own, you know, uh, what's that word I'm looking for, their own wisdom that they're giving you. So my attitude, my attitude is this. If I'm going to talk with somebody in my inner circle, first off in my inner circle because I want them there because, you know, they bring such a value to my life in terms of love, unconditional, wisdom, advice. They just treat me for who I am. They don't treat me who they think I should be. Now, people can, endeavor, can uh, edify you into what they think you should be, but it's not to say that you have to, you know, shut them down. By that I mean is they're not – these are the people in my life, in my inner circle, who they don't ask – they don't come with a, a doubt. They come to, okay, when's it going to happen and what can we do to help? But so many people have been around me, they're, they're just they're full of doubt. They doubt their own lives. If they doubt their own lives, they're going to doubt you. And if they're doubting you, that's not a good thing because what's happening is that you're investing in them with true love and conviction and, and, and what you want to do, but they're coming back, you know, being kind of negative and saying, well, you know, I don't know if it's going to work out. Well, you know, I don't know if it's going to happen. Well, you know, I don't know if you're going to do it. Well, you know, I don't know if you're sincere, blah, 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 blah. And me, I'm sorry. I have to have folks that are down with me that's going to tell me what's up regardless of my feelings because I know when all said and done, it's the same because they love me. And when I talk with folks, it's because I love them. Whether they want to hear it or not, it's really about them. What do you want to do? How can I help you? Let's go a little thing here. You want to have your disaster, but life didn't work out. Because a lot of time what keeps us in our, in our place of, of, of despair is that something didn't work out. We had disaster. Something didn't flow and it just crashed and burned. Okay, but you're still here. Let's see what uh, TD had to say with Oprah some time ago. All right, let's flow. Three sermons, actually. You started out the first of the year, and then you followed up the next Sunday, and then the next Sunday with Living on Purpose. And I was so inspired by those. I wanted to really stimulate the rest of our viewers in order to get their lives on track on purpose. And one of the things that I think often happens is that people think that when you say find your purpose, that it has to be some big thing. Right. That unless it's some, like people, you know, we went out and interviewed them, they're like, oh, I don't know what my purpose is. Aren't you, no matter where you are in the space you're in right now, right. Uh, have uh, the ability to shift, to make that shift? You, you do have that ability to shift, and I think that there's a certain level of maturity that has to come, and it comes to different people at different ages. It doesn't mean that everybody's supposed to run the country or, or find some new fuel for us to expunge, but it does mean that you are significant. And whether it is a big thing or a little thing, if it brings you gratification, if it brings you fulfillment, if it seems to fit the complexity of your life, because we are very complex people. We are not one-dimensional people. We have uh, assets and liabilities. We have things that we love about ourselves and things that we don't, but all of it fits, not just the good of us. 
Yeah. Even the things that we have labeled as uh, our lesser strengths still fit within the continuity of a purpose. You weren't supposed to be taller. You weren't supposed to be able to sing. If you don't sing, you weren't supposed to. Understanding that you don't spend your life trying to be what you are not. Mm-hmm. See, mm-hmm. That, that's half the battle right but, there. But, you know, one of the other things that I love that you said is that, you know, because people think I often, well, that's for those people over there, or, or when, I get, when I get myself together, when I get myself together, I'm going to live on purpose. Right. But you say... It is possible wherever you are right now, Facebook, anywhere in the world watching us, that even if you're in the middle of a disaster, right. you can use that disaster for direction. Absolutely, because it is through the disaster, it is through the adversity that our strength is developed. If everything went the way you wanted it to go, you wouldn't have anything to exercise by. It's a, it's a gymnasium of life where you get the workout, the resistance, and you find out things about yourself that you didn't know. I'm stronger than I thought I was. I'm tougher than what I thought I was. I'm more resilient than I thought I was. And that self-respect stops you from being at the mercy of other people to validate you, to make you feel good about who you are. Right. Oh, my God, people. I mean, come on now. What is up? Exactly. Don't let other people's validation define who you are and who you is or who you're going to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to decide, look, this is what I want to do. This is who I am, and this is where I want to go. Exactly. I mean, it's all about your purpose, but this, your purpose won't mean nothing if you don't know where you want to go. So my question to you is, as my sister Bajimba or Mekongo or I've heard you so to ask this question, a lot of people ask this question, what exactly do you want to do and where you want to go, and why don't you go there? I'm staying here in my little hut. It's about as big as a New York bachelor pad, and y'all have seen those, you know, you know they ain't that big. It's just me. Four people know why, about five people have actually been in my residence because, I, you know, they're my circle. Who's in your circle, but who's in your circle that doesn't need to be there? Who doesn't need to be in your life right now and is, is, is holding on, is draining you, is dragging you down? How much do you really know? You know are, are there people in your life that's, that want to give you advice, that's working to give you advice, that want to show you some knowledge that's going to help you, and you just keep pushing them away? You just keep asking like, you know, you know everything. You think that's your life. You think you know all this stuff, whatever, but deep down you don't because you're afraid to ask for help and you're afraid to be dependent on somebody that really, truly cares for you. So sit back and look at your crew, who's supposed to be there. Sit back, look at your crew, and who's not supposed to be there, and rid yourself of them the minute you realize they're not supposed to be there. They want to walk? Let them walk. They don't want to go? Too bad. You are the one who's responsible for your life outside of God, and it's time to move forward. But to do that, you have to set goals in your life. And let me give you a little something here from Jack Canfield about setting goals in your life. If you want to know how to decide if a career opportunity is a good one, there are several things you have to take into consideration. Number one, does it make your heart sing? The number one feedback system that you are given at birth is joy. If you're not experiencing joy as you, as you think about doing something and as you pursue doing it, then it's off course for you. You also want to put your rational mind to work. You want to do some due diligence. Ask other people who've gone down that road before. What was it like? What did they have to do? What were some of the costs of that path? What were some of the payoffs and the benefits? And really get a sense of what it would be like to do that. Sometimes you can go and do an internship or you can work for a friend in their restaurant just to see if you like it because often the fantasy doesn't match the reality. And the other thing is to simply trust yourself. 
you know deep inside what's true for you. And if you'll take a few minutes and go inside, we call it meditation, and just ask and sit with the question and see what kind of feelings come up. Does this feel right? So do all the rational research, but then ultimately bring it back into your heart and decide, does this feel good for me? And if it makes sense up here and it feels good, then step into it. Just lean into it and see what happens. Pursue it. No decision is forever. You can always change if it's not what you want. So that's my last word for you today in reference to uh, some of our speakers, some insight. And I truly, in your heart, want you to realize, and in my heart, but in your heart, there is a destiny that, that only you have. So stop wasting time. You can't turn back time. Like Sheriff said, if I could turn back time, the clock is ticking. You can't get that minute back, but you can make the next minute a big difference in your life and in somebody else's life. It makes no sense having a gift if you don't give it to somebody. So go out there, rule the world, do what you have to do, but listen to those that will love you. Listen to those that truly love you and have your best interest in heart, and they will help you with what they have for you to achieve your goals, as long as it's not to go off a cliff or off a roof. So that you have to be true to yourself, true to your spirit, and what makes your heart sing? You keep wasting time, you won't get it back. And there's no feeling like the time is about to come to an end in your life. And all of a sudden, you look over your life and you realize all those dreams and, and desires that you had, the desires and treasures of your heart that never came to pass because you wasted your time on people or circumstances or employment or jobs that were, were not bringing any joy to your life and were not making your heart sing. So people, Sagi Kessler, bring you live and direct from L.A., coming to you on this dry, hot day. So let's Lisa, let Lisa Gerard take us in. And like she said, you are free. Now you are free. Do what you got to do. Because the next time I talk to you or listen to you, I want you to call me or text me or email me and say, yo, this is what I did. I'm running things. You're supposed to be running things. Who said you couldn't? I'm gone.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.